a vaguely sex-themed episode. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> vaguely. I wish I could do like I wish I could do like porn music. <laughs> I don't know. I'm well, I did in fact put the neighbors theme uh, in last week's episode. Oh, so I yeah. will do that here. <laughs> it was way too much effort for that joke, but it's fun. It really is. A it makes lot me of feel effort. like a real podcaster when I put in clips and sound effects. Hell you know? yeah! Like we know what we're doing. I. I, this week I've been utterly obsessed with my to-do list because I'm oh, no. like freaking out about getting behind, you know, being back in school and stuff and yeah. making sure that the apartment's clean and that I don't end up eating out too much. So, yeah, I I don't bother with a to-do list app anymore. I used to use um, Habitica where it's like you're like a little RPG character and every time you do a, a task, you like get experience Uh, points and you could buy like a little mount and all kinds of stuff but doing that also became a chore (laughs) i was like (laughs) i don't need yeah it gives me more anxiety when i don't have it because i do i'm on so many committees and stuff i'm like okay do i have a meeting check the thing no i do not okay so it's basically like my calendar it's just in to-do list form and whenever i check something off it gives me points so it activates that dopamine center. Let's see. Hell I yeah. currently have 48,242 karma. What the fuck? Uh, and I'm almost to the next level. I'm a grandmaster in Todoist is the app I use. Highly recommend. It's free and you can color code your tasks by order of importance. And I definitely use my to-do list to procrastinate sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't need any more excuses for procrastination. I just need to get but shit done. But it definitely, like, if a student asks me to do something, I'll put it in my to-do list and be like, okay, got it. It's It will get done at some point. Otherwise, I just forget about it and it disappears into the ether. If a student asks me to do something, I write it on the whiteboard. Or, yeah, or a sticky note. Because, like, I always clean the whiteboard off at the end of the day. So it, I will, I'm going to see it. It's not going to just end up buried on my desk somewhere. So Yeah, right now I... Especially because I have eighth period elective, so eighth period is always our elective period, so there's always, like, periods of downtime in that, where it's like, oh yeah, I need to do this thing for this kid, and I can do it now, which is, yeah. You guys have eight classes, or students have eight classes? We have eight periods, but one of them is lunch period. Got it, okay. So they only have seven classes. So really, we have seven periods. Which is a lot. (laughs) It's a lot. It's a lot. Wait, how many... So you teach six, then? Because you have a prep. I teach, yeah, I teach six classes. And then five English classes and one elective. Got it. Okay. Yeah, when I was on, I was on four by four for my student teaching. That was really nice because you only teach three classes. You have to prep every single day, but you also have a prep period every single day. So, I mean. Yeah, I I used to have, um, in England, the the system is so completely (laughs) different. Um, You're on like a two week schedule. So your your timetable is on a A week and a B week. But then you also teach like seven different grades <laughs> all at once. Hmm. So I'll teach like sixth grade in the morning, first period, and then I'll have tenth grade straight after, and then I'll have ninth grade and each lesson's an hour and you don't have block period and That's- 
you're not guaranteed to prep every day. That sounds way more difficult. That sounds like elementary where they have to teach like all the subjects every day and only have a prep like twice a week when the kids go to PE. It's pretty wild. I had, you're, you're meant to be guaranteed like over the two weeks, you're meant to be guaranteed six hours of prep. But I had one timetable, one week, one, one year where I had a single prep period on my A week, which was final period Friday. <laughs> and that was the most miserable year of teaching I've ever done. That sounds wild to me. It was terrible. I had five prep periods the week after. So I had like, this big open empty schedule in the B week, but the A week was just, I couldn't do anything except teach. That was it. If anybody asked me to do something, I was like, it's going to have to be done next week. I can't do it now. Yeah, that does sound wild. It was insane. Yeah, I'm very thankful for my schedule this year, especially considering going from starting at nine to back to 7.30. I have first period prep right now. And it's, I'm like, thank God, because I'm just like writing out this (laughs) year since next year we're going to start later. Yeah, no no homeroom for me this year either. So I don't have to say the Pledge of Allegiance, everybody. All right. Hello and welcome to Are You Serious? A Journey Through Bad Reddit Relationships. I am Morgan. I'm Esme. And is this it? Is this... This is episode 69. Nice. Nice. (laughs) Uh, My husband's laughing in the other room. (laughs) (laughs) I have a vaguely sex-themed episode today. Um, uh, but I did have to include an installment of Wedding Makes Weddings Make People Crazy at Hell the yeah. end. Hell yeah. Okay, so that's good. This is an action-packed Oof. episode. All right. So this first one is in, uh, Am I the Asshole? OP is 25. Am I the asshole for telling another gym member to wear a bra? <laughs> <laughs> is this person male or female? OP is female. Oh, okay. Interesting. I fucking <laughs> hate wearing bras. They're uncomfortable, constricting, and expensive. With work from home, I spent the last year and a half basically never wearing a bra and got used to it. Quite frankly, my boobs are non-existent anyways. I recently started going to the gym again and started working out braless. I should note that up until now, no one has ever pointed out anything wrong with me not wearing a bra. However, in the middle of a set of squats, yes, mid-squat... The guy comes up to me, taps me on the shoulder to get my attention, and tells me that my nipples are poking through my shirt. I get really irritated because why the fuck is this guy staring at my nipples in the first place and then stopping me mid-set to inform me? I get really annoyed and try to finish my set, but then this fucker literally grabs the bar as I ascend and re-racks it for me. He claimed it looked like I was having trouble with the last rep and that he had come over to make sure I could do it, then noticed my nipples. I'm really fucking pissed off at this point and told him I didn't need his help finishing my set and why the fuck was he looking at my chest in the first place. He said he was going to spot me, but then he noticed my chest and thought it would be inappropriate. I pointed out that the safety bar was set, so even if I did fail the set, he wasn't needed. But he just insisted people at gyms look out for each other, and that going forward I should probably wear a bra so other people wouldn't get uncomfortable, and that it may help me stay more balanced in my squats. What? What? (laughs) That's the most insane thing ever. They, everybody knows they, ah, they put your so boobs in a funny. state of gravityless uh, suspension, so that way they don't <laughs> fuck with your balance. <laughs> oh, it's the best thing about my bra is how it makes my boobs literally weightless. Only. 
I'm literally the only girl in the weight section of my gym at the moment, and other guys who are squatting in failed sets have never had to worry about this shit. I've seen guys fail multiple sets in a row and no one ever rushes to their aid, but I have a very slight pause and everybody thinks I need rescuing. So now I'm really annoyed and also kind of uncomfortable that this guy I've never spoken to in my life thinks he's helping me and then has the audacity to tell me how to dress? So I tell him, you have bigger boobs and nipples than I do. Maybe you should wear a bra so people won't get uncomfortable and you won't fail your squats. And then he got really defensive, saying he was just trying to help, and then called me a bitch. (laughs) Fucking par for the course. Honestly, I'm not sure if I overreacted, but I'm still kind of pissed off, so maybe that's clouding my judgment. Am I the asshole? You're my fucking hero. (laughs) Yeah. What the fuck? Edit to add, I'm not sure if people think I'm walking around, and it's extremely obvious my nipples are showing. I actually really hate constricting clothes. My t-shirt size is extra small, but I wear large size to the gym, and pretty much everywhere lately. And you can't tell my stomach from my chest. My nipples might have been showing a little more while squatting because I was wearing a lifting belt. Jesus Christ. Stay It straight up doesn't matter how much your nipples were showing. It does not matter at all. No. They're nipples. Everybody's got nipples. Who gives a fuck? (sighs) So I have had something similar to this happen to me like three or four times. I think I've mentioned it on the podcast before, but I was doing the bent over row in a Murphy uh, Smith machine. Mm -hmm. So it's like you, the, the, it's like a squat bar, but it's on rails. So you, it, it doesn't, right. You can't lose your balance. It's just like uh attached on both sides and it goes up and down so i was doing the bent over row and this guy comes up and is like hey you know what would be better is if you take this uh bench and you incline it and you uh, like lean on it when you're when you're lifting so that way you keep your form and i was like okay and then he just put it in the rack for me and i was like oh okay let's try that i guess and (laughs) it didn't work because my boobs were too big and i couldn't like the bar was at a bad angle and I couldn't like reach all the way down. So he was like, oh, sorry. And like took it away. I was like, okay, bye. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> God. God. That's like primary reason why I was really yeah. hesitant about joining a gym. Was I just don't, I, I don't want, number one, I don't want anyone looking at me while I'm trying to work out because you know how some people, they, they like, glow and look really <laughs> yeah. radiant when they're exercising and they just have this like thin sheen of sweat yeah i look like i'm actually dying <laughs> like my face is red and i'm like <gasps> it's just the worst it's honestly the worst i don't want anybody looking at me while i'm working out so that's number one number two i don't want anybody coming up to me and trying to talk to me yeah i don't want that anyway in my day-to-day life but especially not when i'm literally dying because i'm working out Just leave me alone. Oh my god. One time I had this guy come up to me and be like, hey, you really look like you know what you're doing. I'm like, fuck you. (laughs) Cool. Thank you. Like, oh, because, like, and I'm not super thin, you know, and people assume that because I am bigger that I haven't been doing this for a long time. And it's like, no, I've been, I've been working out since I was 13 and but you're also just it's not that you're like chunky you're just a generally large (laughs) large person tall human being i get this while running too like i think it was last year this guy was like keep it up you're doing great while i was running i was like i've been running for four years because it's just like (laughs) i go slow because i carry a lot of weight around in my knees but like i know how to do this you can stop patronizing me now (laughs) 
<laughs> it's the worst. It's the worst. That's what I really like about doing martial arts is there's a whole bunch of different kinds of people at the same class. Like there's some ripped guys and there's some really tall guys and there's some larger people and there's just little old me. Um, and it honestly doesn't matter whether you are 175 pounds of muscle or 90 pounds wet through. Like everybody can do it. Or can't do it if you're not doing it right. And if someone challenges you, you could do like you did with Overwatch and be like, 1v1 me, bro. (laughs) Right. Just like, fucking meet me on the mat. Um, But yeah, just, why do do people feel the need to speak to me? That's literally the, like... Like that meme where the guy was like, oh, the mistakes that women make. It's like walking fast with headphones and being rude. It's like, no, I do that so that you leave me alone. Like I was also, I went to, I just got back from the gym like 30 minutes ago and I wear a mask to the gym because I am currently teaching. And if I get COVID, Mm -hmm. I don't want to give it to anybody at the gym. And, and I'm pretty sure this guy was, like, staring at me and giggling to his friend about it. And I'm like, dude, you know this is for you. And also, I I just keep going by thinking, like, it's because I'm not a little bitch and I'm not annoyed by a piece of fucking fabric on my face. So maybe you can deal with it. I can't believe he tapped her on the shoulder mid-squat. That's dangerous as hell. Yeah, dude. Don't talk to me mid-squat. And we're not talking about, like... Squats with no weight. We're talking about this lady has a bar on her shoulders and is squatting with weight. Yeah, she had a she had a lifting belt on. She had the safety bar set. She clearly knew what she was doing. And so and comparing annoying. this to like the interactions I've had with women at the at the gym, it's like, hey, uh, just FY, like just asking, how many more sets do you have on this? And they'll just be like four or whatever. It's like cool, cool. Yeah, because you're there to work out. I don't want to socialize with anybody. Like, I have things I want to do in a certain amount of time. Just let me do it. Yeah. Super God. duper annoying. And no, you are not the asshole. Love that comeback. Yeah, you're my absolute hero. I hope he thinks twice about randomly touching women at the gym <laughs> and then telling them that their nipples are showing. I'm offended by your Jesus male presenting nipples. <laughs> <sighs> Fucking oh hell. God. Also, the other thing is, sports bras, while they're padded... They really do squish up on your nips. And it doesn't matter how much padding you've got in your sports bra, your nipples are showing. Like, that's just how it yeah, is. I have... Your nipples are probably showing less with no bra on than they would if you had a sports bra on. Yeah. I I have some with padding and some without, and it doesn't really matter. Like It's, it's yeah. the same. The only reason I have padding, I have, I have a super padded one for when I'm doing martial arts because I don't want anyone punching me in the tit, um, <laughs> which happens and is uncomfortable. But then I just have a couple of regular ass ones for doing bike at the gym and it's just, ugh, it's the yeah. same. I have different ones like looser for the gym because I'm lifting weights yeah. versus when I'm running, they need to be like strapped in. Yeah, if I don't <laughs> have like adequate protection when I'm throwing people around. I don't want to hit myself in the face with my own tits. Like, that's just stupid. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes I see other women running and they very clearly don't have an adequate sports bra on and I get, like, sympathy pains. But I don't say anything to them because I'm not an asshole. Because what they're wearing is their fucking business. So, fuck this guy. Fuck this guy. I'm glad. I, let me, I'm going to double check this real quick and see what kind of comments she got. And I'm going to sort by controversial. Let's check it out. 
Not the asshole reported to your gym is the very top comment. Oh, hell yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sort by controversial. (laughs) Entitled men make unnecessary comments regarding women's nipples all the time. How is the situation improbable? In response to a comment removed by the moderator, someone... Oh, someone said it's not happening. How is this one... Okay, this is the second most, um, most controversial not the asshole what he did was obnoxious dangerous uncalled for and just plain disgusting mm-hmm. please report this to the gym you do you wear a bra or don't it doesn't fucking matter as long as you are comfortable and able to do what you need to to exercise i hate fucking mansplainers and body shamers at the gym report this ass hat and then the top comment under that is don't you think you're a little too angry for what happened <laughs> whoa no Mind this is like that garfield business. meme where it has a picture of garfield with a cr- crossed out and garfield's like hmm, i wonder who that's for like this man is just like huh <laughs> i wonder who she's talking about don't you think you're a little too angry that a dude unsolicited came up to you touched you on the shoulder while you had weights on your body and then told you your nipples were showing before he did anything else well he's saying this to someone else who's commenting underneath it don't you think you're a little too angry for what happened to op and it's like no fuck off no (laughs) no oh i just love that that lack of self-awareness right there okay i'm gonna leave this before this makes me extra mad yeah report him to the gym is a good one too because that's like sexual harassment and like that comment said very dangerous Mm -hmm. so do that let us know how it goes all right, so this next one is uh, from R2XX, and Ooh. I feel like this is going to... I, I want to teach health, you guys. I want to teach health real bad, because our current health teacher uh, is downplaying COVID and also is the oldest white man <laughs> who's ever existed, so... Yeah, and oh, I was driving behind him the other day, and he has a recall Gavin Newsom bumper sticker on. No, (laughs) which like I'm not the biggest fan of Gavin Newsom, but he's leaving in two months. You don't have to be. You don't have to be a fan of your elected officials. They don't have to be your favorite person in the whole entire world. It's not. You're not getting married (laughs) to someone. You're waiting for a bus. It's two different situations. Fucking hell. I, I hate this, just in general, like, this idea that your elected official has to be without mm-hmm. reproach. Like, they're a person, they make mistakes, they do stuff, like, they have bad priorities, like, just fucking, le- if you don't like them, just wait it's until they're up for election. Now. Like, it's literally nothing, what a waste of time. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> uh, so this is from 2XX, and the title just says, Post Hookup Anxiety. And it doesn't say how old OP is, but I'm guessing early 20s. Hi, all. I'm hoping to get some reassurance and maybe advice. I just got out of my first relationship a few weeks ago. It was a rough breakup, but that's another story. I also recently reconnected with an old friend from high school. He invited me over for wine and movies, and one thing led to another, and we had sex. I made him use a condom, but two days later, I'm freaking out a little bit about STDs and pregnancy since I'm not on any birth control. I did ask him if everything was okay with the condom and if he's been tested, and he said yes to both, but he seemed annoyed by the question, so I dropped the subject. I know this friend is a bit promiscuous. I was just wondering how at risk for STDs I could be, and if I should go ahead and drop 50 bucks on plan B just in case. Thanks. Yes. Yeah. I was gonna say no, but his reaction is concerning. Yes. Um, 
These are all questions you should be asking of somebody who you're going to have sex with. If you don't have sex with them on the regular yeah. and you're not monogamous. Like, none of these questions are invasive, rude, unnecessary. Like, yes, you should know if your partner has recently been tested in the last month uh, for any sexually transmitted infections. Um, and doesn't matter if you're on birth control or not, if you would feel more comfortable if with your partner wearing a condom. Yeah, you I should mean, ask. you should definitely wear use a condom if the... If you're not in a monogamous relationship with them, even if you are on birth control. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just anyway. Yeah, because birth control doesn't protect you from STD. And honestly, it's been two days. Plan B works for 72 hours, so you can take it up to 72 hours after sex. Yeah. And I would just do it if that is going to make you feel better. And then in the future, maybe look into getting on birth control if that is something that you can do because not everybody can do hormonal birth control. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Or if you've never tried it before, you know, give it a a try if that's something that you you know think is going to come up in the future. Like you're going to be dating many, not many people, like, you know, you're getting into the dating dating pool again, right? Yeah. Yeah. So look into that just to cover yourself and doesn't seem like Maybe you should sleep with this guy again if he was getting Yeah, I think this post, just in general, highlights a lot of the differences between hookup culture for men and women. Absolutely. Like, women more likely will feel anxious after a hookup because there's a whole variety of things that could go wrong. And men are less likely to get STDs as well because of the actual mechanics of, mm, of, of PIV sex. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, women are more likely to get both STDs and pregnant. And <laughs> STDs are more likely to make women infertile than in than men, too. Mm, I did not yeah. know that. Um, again, because of the way that bodies work. Um, so, yeah, I I think that feeling anxious after a hookup is kind of normal. Absolutely. So if you're a woman, you just want to make sure that all your bases are covered. Uh, yeah, and I just wouldn't. I wouldn't sleep with that guy again. If anybody ever gives you shit for asking them to wear a condom or for an STD cleanliness, don't sleep with that person. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not worth it. You've got a hand. <laughs> like, if you're really horny, you, you, you'll find a way. But you don't have to sleep with a person. Yeah. Yeah, and it should... I mean, hookups should be fun for both people. And right. if it's causing you more anxiety than than it is fun, then it's not worth it. Yeah. Uh, and it, this was a friend too, so I feel like he should have been more open to ask answering those questions. I feel like he was expecting to get his leg over anyway, right? Oh, come over. We can watch a watch a movie and drink some wine. Really, Netflix. You're just show. out. You're just out of a relationship. I like to have sex with. She says he's promiscuous, so. Yeah, this was, he was expecting to get laid, uh, so none of these questions should have been a shock to him. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think dudes just, they don't think about it. All they think about is, yeah, I'm gonna have sex, and then when women are like, are you gonna wear a condom? They're like, what? What? What are you implying? Like, they think that asking somebody to wear a condom is is the implication that they're dirty. I saw a post, huh. oh, I saw a post like a couple of weeks ago, where a woman was like, she went, she met somebody off tinder or whatever and she asked him to put a condom on and he said no and she said well i hope you're rich because if i get pregnant you'll be paying child support for the rest of that child's life and he got really annoyed 
And she was like, look, if you don't want to wear a condom, that's that's what could happen. You have to be prepared for both eventualities. And then he made her leave. (laughs) So, yeah. The fuck? There was also a post that circulates every so often that's like, a guy says like, oh, it doesn't feel good to wear a condom. It's like, you know what else doesn't feel good? Not having sex. Like, yeah. <laughs> you presumably sex with a condom is better than no sex. So put on I, I, the condom. I, I hate this impl- I hate this thing where it's like sex with sex with a condom and doesn't feel good. Well, it doesn't feel great for me either. Like it's yeah. not wonderful. Nobody's like thrilled with it, but it's the safest thing you can do to stop yourself getting. Oh, I don't know gonorrhea. And also, if a condom is super uncomfortable you might need to like switch sizes or switch brands right because there was speaking of another post that was going around that was like this guy who only used magnum condoms and they were too big what the fuck? like <laughs> it, it was like a trash bag over <laughs> it's like don't, don't like don't be that guy just buy the size that is it's like buying a bra like you wouldn't buy a bra that was too big for you and wear it all the time it's not comfortable. It's not doing anything for you. Yeah. You wouldn't buy a too small pair of pants that you can't button. Yeah. So, or you would, many people would buy it, but you can't wear it. So I don't yeah. know if sizes differ by brand either. Do you think that's true? I don't yeah, know. They do. I mean, it's kind of like tampons, right? Like, yeah. they, they're all different. And, and clothing in general, like everything is different. Yeah. And, you know, the thickness and the pattern or whatever the like ribbing whatever those are all different so it's like just try several and see shop around and as a dude you can use them at home and see how they feel by yourself do you know what we call that in england a posh wank (laughs) (laughs) if you if you masturbate with a condom on that's a posh wank so you don't get it on the velvet (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. keep your hands nice and clean it's great yeah try that do it well, and it's funny because I feel like people, uh, especially when they're just like in college or whatever, they'll go to the the uh, health center and get like 500 generic brand condoms. Free condoms. And it's Yay. like, yeah, that's good. But also they're not one size fits all. So yes. Yeah. Don't be a jerk about wearing a condom. It's best for both people. Yeah. It's best for both of you. Honestly. Especially if you don't have a continuous partner, so... Yeah, it's like, it's one thing if you have been monogamous for a while and you decide to just do birth control instead of a condom, but if you are hooking up with a bunch Mm -hmm. of different people, that's not going to end well for you if you're grumpy about wearing a condom. Eventually something will fail. It's just statistics. Yeah, just a rule of numbers, dudes. Uh, All right. But yeah, no. Yeah, go get that plan B. I don't know what subreddit mm-hmm. this one is from. This next one. Let me see. There we go. Uh-huh. Found it. Okay. It's just from our sex. Great. <laughs> cool. And OP does not have a- an age. Okay. He's just ageless. He's ageless. <laughs> He's timeless. Uh, Sexually incompatible. Am I the bad guy? Well, oh, no. I just want to say the fact that you are asking that question bodes yeah. well, I would say. Yeah. I mean, at least you're asking it. <laughs> so. Yes. At least you're aware that something's gone wrong. It's good to reflect on all aspects of your life. Uh, 
you know, on how you how you behaved in certain situations, especially if they are potentially uh, awkward. Anyway, I was dating a girl recently and we had a wonderful connection mentally and emotionally. She and I were best friends and she wanted to wait to have sex. I was fine with that. Things were going well. So after a month, we finally had sex and she was, for lack of a better word, utterly terrible. Oh no. She never moved, never made a sound, wouldn't even put her hands on me, nothing. Just missionary for 20 minutes before I decided it wasn't worth it, claimed it was too hot in her room to keep going. It really was, so that helped. And gave up. A short while later, we ended up breaking up due to some family drama she was going through, plus a few talks and arguments about the horrific sex. But now she says she desperately wants me back. Truthfully, I don't want to go back to her. Even though her personality is amazing, she's a successful woman with her own life, the sex is just a nightmare. I talked it out with her a few times, and her claim is that I just have to suffer through it for months, and then she'll get better, apparently? That just sounds like hell. If I want to get off, I can use my hand, do a better job, and it saves me about $5 mm-hmm. worth of fuel for the trip to her place and back to mine. Am I wrong for this? <laughs> can you have a good relationship with a pitiful sex life? All I want is a girl who's fun, I guess? Like, you don't have to be perfect, but for fuck's sake, make a noise when I'm inside you. Drag your nails down my back, switch positions once in a while. Kiss me. Is that much too much to ask for? <laughs> Fucking hell. She didn't even kiss him? <laughs> I'm just gonna plank. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. Pillow princess over here. Um, wow. So many things going on here. I don't think it's bad to break up with somebody because you're sexually incompatible. You do not need a, you know, life-altering reason to break up with and somebody. And, like, if you're monogamous, like, that's the only person you're going to be having sex with for presumably the rest of your life. Yeah. If it is a serious relationship. So, yeah, that's something you Mm -hmm. want to make sure that you're compatible with. You deserve a good sex life with somebody who has a similar libido to you. Like, that's your right, if that's what you want. Um, I can't believe they've spoken about it and she's like, just suck it up, I'll get better. Yeah, that's super weird. That's strange. Like, you should, people should be having conversations with their sexual partners about what they like and what feels good and what turns them off and all those kinds of things and but just to say well i hear you but it's not gonna get any better you're just gonna have to deal with it until i learn (laughs) and like like there's there's okay i can try like there's agreeing to change and then there's like i'll deal with it eventually and she's like i'll deal with it eventually it's not even i'll deal with it eventually it's magically i am going to get better at sex if i just keep lying here (laughs) i gotta get that xp (laughs) up and then i'll eventually level up Right. I'll level up. I'll get a new skill on the skill tree. And suddenly, whew, oh boy. Um, yeah, no, I don't think you're the bad guy, dude. I think you 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 are not obligated right. also to take anybody back. And I feel like he feels yes. obligated because she wants him back, and that's not true. You're not obligated to do anything. They broke up because of family drama. There's a lot right? happening here. That's a weird reason to break up. Okay, there's uh, an update with more information. Okay. we uh, Number one, we had sex a second time and it was even worse than the first time. She claimed it was because oh, my Jesus. initial disappointment with the first time made her more nervous for the second time. Could be true. You don't have a big enough sample size. Could be true. <laughs> yeah. Number two, we did do foreplay. I did as much as possible with someone who won't touch or tongue kiss me. I kissed her neck and chest, etc. She was indeed wet. Three, she claimed to have enjoyed our first session. I don't know if she's telling the truth because I don't own a polygraph, but Mm. she seemed to not be lying. (laughs) This guy seems down to earth. She Uh, she enjoyed the first session. (laughs) She's 
It's because she didn't do shit. <laughs> it's real easy. <laughs> wow, sex isn't that hard. Um, hmm. She she needs someone to talk to her about the birds and the bees. I think I don't think she's ready for sex. Two more here. Okay, very important. Four. She says I'm her dream man, and she wants nobody else but me. Constantly reassured me that she found oh, me attractive Jesus. and alluring, and I'm very attracted to her. But she can't seem to show it physically. Five. She's not inexperienced. She is 30 and has slept with many or more people than I have at 28. What? That's it. (laughs) She could be just saying that, though. Yeah, like, how do you know that she... How do you know for sure? Like, people always inflate their numbers, right? When you're just casually dating, people inflate their numbers. Unless you're me, and I was brutally honest. Um, but just because she's 30 doesn't mean she has ever had good sex yeah like i can't imagine not kissing someone like this to me is like somebody going wine tasting right and they're like oh i've drunk lots of wine in the past i know that i like wine and i i, I have opinions on wine but all they've ever drunk is like Tuba, check, yeah. Wine. yeah like it's kind of like that you can have lots of experience and still be bad at something yeah and maybe Maybe she was in a long-term relationship where some someone taught her how to be like this. Like maybe she was always drunk or high when she had sex. That's before. also possible. Like you don't know. Like yeah, there's a lot of different possibilities here. And like it, yeah, there's one thing if she was like, "Oh, I will try to work on that. I will do this and this and this." Like exact I will kiss you, <laughs> make noise and like like just specific things to improve instead of being like oh i'll get better eventually and there's talking about it and making a plan to go forward Mm. is the best way to you know communicate in a relationship but if the other person is not interested in that and shoving it off that's not a good sign the other kind of worrying scenario might be that she has been assaulted previously Mm. like that could be another reason why she is just completely disengaged. It's sad, but it can happen. Um, yeah, there needs to be some kind of... I mean, don't go back to her, first thing. If you don't want to be with her, don't be with her. That's not going to make anything any better. Second, she needs to have some kind of conversation with someone about what's going on with this. Because if she's never going to have fulfilling sex... Or, or she's never going to learn how to fulfill a partner. That's going to be a miserable existence. Yeah, and I feel like, yeah, I I mean, therapy is always our go-to. Like a sex-positive therapist. Therapy. Um, but also could yeah. be like a trusted friend if you have that relationship with mm-hmm. someone where you can talk about it. Yeah. Um, But it seems like she needs, I, I don't, yeah. Coaching. <laughs> I mean, not coaching, but just like, <laughs> like some, like, I, I'm not going to say watch porn because obviously that's not going to work, but like. Yeah, porn is not the best place to go. Maybe some softcore porn that's like more of on the romance side. Yeah. <laughs> A literal sitcom that has the couple having sex <laughs> would be more educational for her. But yeah, it, uh. Yeah, I don't know. It, yeah. I would say this guy needs to just be like, no, I'm sorry. I don't think we're compatible and kind of like block her and move on. Because sexual compatibility is yes. compatibility. Like, you can't 
kind of gloss that over just because, oh, well, we're not having sex literally all the time, so it doesn't really matter if the sex is bad. It does matter. Yeah. If that's important to you, if that's a deal breaker, you can't just pretend it's fine. Uh, yeah. Maybe she's yeah. like asexual and or something or something like that on that spectrum. It's possible. It but possible. in that case you need to date someone else who is yeah. on that spectrum. Well or Yes. Or yeah. is fine with it. So yeah. I would say you should probably block her because it seems like she's gonna keep trying. Yeah, she sounds a little bit desperate for this. For sure. Yeah, I would say, no, I'm good. Um, I wish you all the best luck in the world, and then yeah, block exactly. her and move on. Not worth it. It seems like you are, you, OP knows what to do, but is not doing it out of feeling guilty. And again, you don't owe her anything. Yeah, and I get that. Anyway, okay, okay, here's our, our last one, which is, am I the asshole? And it's weddings make people crazy. And bum, this bum. one, OP yeah. is 28 and her fiancé is 30. His, Her okay. fiancé's grandmother is 98. Good for her. Okay. Am I the asshole for not wanting my fiancé's grandmother at our wedding? Hmm. hmm. My fiancé and I are getting married next month. Everything is going great, but we've been having a serious argument about having his grandmother at our wedding. We've agreed to not have kids at our wedding, as we want the reception to be a huge party for our adult friends and family with dancing, loud music, and an open bar. However, for Sounds precisely good. the same reason, we don't want kids there. I don't want his elderly grandmother at our wedding either. I said she can come to the ceremony, but mm. not the reception. It will be extremely loud, and I want to be—I want it to be a party atmosphere, and she will be extremely out of place. For context, none of my grandparents are still alive, and he still has his last living grandmother. This has caused a huge fight, since she said she always dreamed about being at her grandson's wedding. He is her oldest grandchild, and she probably won't make it to the next family wedding. Which is why I said that she's more than welcome at the ceremony, but she will just be too out of place at the reception. He and she both insist that she will be fine and wants to go to the party, but I just know it will inevitably lead to us dealing with her and taking care of her, and I just want to get drunk and let loose with my friends. She's now really upset and won't talk to me, and my fiancé is also angry. I think I am within my rights to make this request. I am the bride, after all. Am I the asshole? <laughs> am oh. I the asshole? Yes, you're the asshole. Let grandma decide if she wants to get down right? with the rave or She's not. She's an adult. Fucking hell. She's an adult. Having Not having kids there is one thing, right? I can understand why you wouldn't want kids to be there. Because kids can't make good decisions, right? They're stupid. <laughs> Just by virtue of being children. They're, they are stupid. They don't know anything. Um, But... This is like the last time she's going to have to let loose and see young people having fun and you don't have to look after her. That's not your job. Yeah, like presumably you have family members who can keep an eye on her. Not that she needs like, you know, right? babysitting, but at least like just to hang out with her and, and get her what she needs. Like She'll decide wh what she wants to do. She'll decide if it's too loud for her. She'll go home. Like, it's not like if she's there, she'll be trapped there. Someone will take her home. That's not your business. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't, and uh, like, why are you trying to get drunk, like drunk, drunk at your wedding? Like drinking, obviously, that's fine. But getting drunk, drunk at your own wedding is not a good idea. Mm. Yeah, not classy. Um, And like, you want to remember it. You're spending a lot of money on this party. Yeah. Yeah, right? I... I stopped drinking at my wedding at like nine o'clock. People kept bringing me gin, which was very nice of them. And I appreciate this. This is the best day of my life. Everybody's bringing me cups of gin whenever they see my hand is empty. Um, 
But then I was like, okay, I need to stop drinking at some point because it, it was hot. But also, like, I'm here to have a nice time. I don't want to be, like, falling over, throwing up, like, desperate to pee all the time. I don't want to be any of that stuff on my own wedding day. I, want, I, I looked fucking classy as shit. <laughs> like, you're paying for a photographer to be there. And you want to make sure right. that those things are good, you know. Uh, you want to... Other people got drunk enough at my wedding for me to enjoy other people's drunken encounters. <laughs> um, yep. <laughs> can yeah, confirm. Can confirm. <laughs> you had a lovely I time. didn't break any of my my limbs. <laughs> no, you did not. You did not break any bones. And I'm proud of you. Which did happen at yeah. my wedding. Someone broke their arm. Um, and the same... Was it the same person? Couldn't get a taxi because they were so drunk that they kept sending the Uber, saying they were at the place they wanted to arrive <laughs> yeah, at. Was the same person. <laughs> two same two same addresses on going and from. Um, they were very confused. Um, yeah, don't be a bitch. Yeah. Like, Grandma come. She wants to go to the party. Like, she... Like, this party. is the her last party. Dude, you're fucking denying this right. woman her last party? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Denying a 93-year-old woman one last time to just get fucked up. 98! Oh my god, she has to come! Do what I did at my wedding. I didn't have a DJ at my wedding. But what I did is I put all of the, like, golden oldies songs at the beginning. So that, like, all the older people could enjoy, like, their Motown and their, like, Rat Pack and whatever. And then when the party started to get going, they just bounced. And it was fine. I was like, okay, you had a nice time. Enjoy yourself. Go home. See you later. Yeah, like sh- she's probably gonna dip earlier anyway. You know, she just wants to hang out and see mm-hmm. her the speeches, the cake cutting, all that stuff. Right. And then she'll probably go, as will like you know everybody else over sixty. Most older people, right? People want to see. They want to see you cut the cake. They want to have some dinner with you, and that's it. Then they, then they're ready to go. Yeah. I can't, I, there's this thing that we do where we, like, infantilize older people, which, yeah. I mean, sometimes older people need some help getting around, maybe if they start to, like, lose their mental faculties, that's, that's something that needs right. to be taken care of, but it seems like she is with it, and she wants to go, and everybody around you is say and your fiance who is the groom also part of the wedding like it's his wedding to too and still you're like well i get she's bridezillying she's a bridezilla yeah and she she needs to not do and that. she's she i don't know when her grandparents passed away but i wonder if her grandparents were like really feeble or really sick before they passed and that's why she's thinking, oh, someone's going to have to look after them. Or she might just be uncomfortable with old people because her grandparents fair. Uh, are not with us anymore. Like maybe she yeah. doesn't uh, have that much experience hanging out with older people. So that's probably part of it as well. Older people are cool as shit. They're fucking rad. <laughs> Love old people. Yeah. Like sounds like she wants to get down with the party. Like let her do that. Yeah. Let her have a couple of dances, then she'll be like, oh, I'm too warm. And then she'll be like, right, it's probably time for me to go to bed. Like, let her do what she wants. You don't get to 98 and then some bitch tells you you can't come to her wedding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like. She's equating the 98-year-old with a child, too. And that's right. un- un- yeah. uh, in a disrespectful. Inappropriate. I am the bride. Yeah, but you're also <laughs> a bitch. So. Your fiance is the groom. 
I, I hate that as an excuse. I am the bride. Like, it was it was nice when people were like, no, you're the bride, you don't have to deal with this. When I was, like, trying to organise stuff on my own wedding, they were like, no, go, put put more gin in my hand and <laughs> shoot me off. Um, but I, I wasn't going around saying, well, you have to do this for me because it's my special day. No, that's not And Reddit did is. say that she was the asshole, obviously. But Good. there's this, Good. like, with the, the parking uh, situation last week, there's this definite uh, conflation of, I have the right to do this versus this is mm-hmm. a good thing to do. Like, yeah, you can, you know, uh, like clap back at somebody who's insulting you, but you also need to figure out what the social consequences are going to be of that and like how right. that is going to wind up for you, how that's going to uh, like affect your relationships with people. Because if you don't let her at that party and then she dies... Like, your in-laws are not going to forgive you for that. Like, that's a shitty thing to do. Sure, it is your party and you can invite or disinvite whoever you want, but there's going to be consequences. And also, there's nothing stopping her from turning the invitation down if she actually doesn't want to come or she thinks that it's going to be awkward. Like, an invitation is not an, oh my god, you absolutely must come or we're going to throw you in jail. Um... It's, hey, we would like you to be there. If she decides not to come, she decides not to come, but you don't have the right to tell her that she's not going to enjoy herself. Yeah, and if she is not enjoying herself, then she can leave. Oh, <laughs> she She's fucking grown as hell. She doesn't need your permission. And it doesn't say, like, does she have, does your, you know, your mother-in-law or, bro- or father-in-law, like, have siblings, like, that can hang out with her and, like, you know... I don't know. She doesn't mention anything about her physical needs. She's just like, I don't want an old there. <laughs> like, it's not like... This lady is older than the Queen of England, and the Queen of England still fucking gets down <laughs> with the rest of them. Like, I don't... Just, yeah, she's like Queen Liz. My favourite thing every single year is seeing pictures of the Queen at the Royal Ascot <laughs> horse races. She fucking is screaming at those ponies. She doesn't give a fuck. I love it. It's just the greatest little bit of paparazzi nonsense <laughs> that I see in the year is the queen just screaming at horses to run faster. Um, horse racing is evil. <laughs> Hashtag goals. Anyway. Um, <laughs> For being 96 yes. or how old she I want to be gin-soaked 96 and screaming at horses. It sounds amazing. Um, but yeah, let her do what she wants. Just leave the old woman alone. Yep. OP, you're the asshole. Yep, absolutely. 100%. And if that's the only thing that her fiancé is asking for, like, I don't know how much of the wedding planning he's done, or, like, how many of his ideas she has actually accepted. If this is the one thing he wants... Just yeah, like no that. comments or other posts, so... It's not gonna cost anything. Stupid. Yeah, the top comment says that, uh, I... You're lucky you're still getting married, because this is a red flag. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. go... And I, I think we've said this before... Hey, if you want to have a big party with all your friends and let loose, do that a few days before the wedding. Yeah, like for sure. That's what your bachelorette party is for. Is that not right? a thing that's happening? Like, yeah. Okay. So anyway, uh, so <laughs> she sucks. Subreddit of the week yep. must be 2xx. Hooray! I'm pretty sure I haven't done this one before, but if I have, whatever. I'm pretty sure Special you haven't. 69th episode edition. 
69. So the banner says a space for women to talk about sex with other women. And the sidebar says, you know, those nitty gritty details you can only talk about with your best friend. Well, here's 2X Sex, a place for women to bear all about their experiences, concerns, questions, anything you might want to talk about when it comes to doing the deed or anything leading up to it. This might include technique, initiation tactics, grooming, is this normal, and everything in between. And the top post there is a meme that says, Women get shamed for sex, for liking sex, for not liking sex, for having too little or too much, for having kids, for not having kids, for aborting cells that might turn into kids, for having kids too young, for having kids too old. Just shut the fuck up, man. (laughs) Right? And then the second post down is a guide on how to eat pussy. (laughs) (laughs) So good. Yeah, so it's like there's a healthy, just like I did last week or the week before with Girl Survival Guide a while back. It's a healthy, uh, that's why might maybe why I'm getting confused, because I thought it was Girl Survival Guide. <laughs> it's a healthy combination of memes, advice, and, uh, like, everything in between. This picture of this guy, when she did her hair and makeup <laughs> and spent $120.89 on lingerie to see me stand at the end of the bed, like, oh, that's so good. It's very funny. It's great. Uh, and then that, my boyfriend and I played strip Mario Party last night, and it was the most fun I had. That in does years. sound like fun. My God, that's so good. Wow. <laughs> Some people just have wild sex lives, man. I feel exhausted just looking at this. And then, of course, there's like on the top a very a series of like, why are there so many men here? How come there are so many fake stories here? Like, mm-hmm. like a lot of uh, brag posts uh, seem to be at the top, but also like. <laughs> Please don't date men 10 plus years older than you. Nothing good will come of it. Hooray! (laughs) Not seriously date. You could have a a fling, you know. That's your prerogative. Oh, yeah. But if... Serious relationship. But And and that's also not for everyone, obviously. Like, like we talk about this because most of the time people getting looking for advice on Reddit posts are like, I want a serious relationship. Uh, you know, you want it to work out instead of just walking away because you didn't really have that much invested in the relationship. Um, right. I think I mentioned before that my parents are 12 years apart, and I guess that worked out for them. Yeah. <laughs> that went fine. Sort of. But like, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's not always the worst thing in the world, but also you got to go in with like realistic expectations about the age difference. Yes. So, yeah, good subreddit to just kind of peruse. I think I'm subscribed to this. I don't know. But, yeah, it's a good it's a good sub for, like, some funny memes and also advice and also giving advice if you're not someone who needs advice. That's a big problem with some of the subreddits. It's, like, some of them are uh, filled with people who need advice, but not necessarily the people to give advice, so. Yeah. Yeah. And there's all kinds of stuff in here. There's stuff about, like... How to talk to each other about if you want to do real kinky stuff. And yeah, just no rude men. This is where the clit is. All this good stuff. Imagine a porn site for women that acts out sex scenes from books. (laughs) Oof. That would be a good time. (laughs) I mean, it's... Yeah, that would be... That would be just not the ones that are obviously just Fifty Shades Grey. Outlander, Um, which has some problems. But, like, good ones. Definitely not the sex scene from American Gods, because that shit fucked <laughs> yeah, me no. up. Any of those sex scenes. That's no. very scary. No, none of that. <laughs> I like how American Gods is like, this is what kind of book this is going to be, chapter one. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, all the sex in those books in that book is just terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying trying to think of like not terrible as in like badly written or like abusive or anything. Weird. But just like weird. Weird and not in weird a sexy and bad. Way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just bad things happen to anybody who has sex in that book. This post, if you're, if you get aroused by dirty talk, your genitals are basically voice activated. (laughs) (laughs) Alexa. Jeez. Yeah. So a lot of the top comments right now are um, complaining about men and they added a rule that says that top level, uh, I think they added that top level answers must be from women. Men are welcome, but should not use the subreddit to get our opinion. Please use ask women and our mm-hmm. sex or relationships. Men who comment should understand that they are a guest and be respectful. No porn. I feel like, I feel like, yeah. Yeah. Maybe I was thinking something else. <laughs> My boyfriend and I's latest combination of video games and sex, Rainbow Road on Mario <laughs> Kart Wii, while receiving oral. <laughs> I have a drinking game for Rainbow Road. Which is take a drink. Every time you fall off, you take a shot. <laughs> One time I was playing Gears of War 2 or 3 multiplayer, and I was like, I had those cherries, those like moonshine cherries. And I was like, oh, eat a God. cherry every time I die. And it was like a fucking exponential graph. <laughs> yeah. Like, the worse you are at the beginning of Rainbow Road, you're not going to have a good time. <laughs> the rest of Rainbow Road. <laughs> oh, it's very fun. I enjoy that. Yeah. Man, I should get Mario Kart for when you guys come next time, and then we can play the Mario Kart. I think we have Mario Kart for for Switch, so we could bring that. (laughs) Yeah. Chase would be really sober. (laughs) Well, I haven't played a lot of of Switch. If we played um, the Wii version, I would fucking decimate everybody. (laughs) But if we played the GameCube Double Dash version... You guys better believe I'm going to be kicking your ass. Man, I wish more games from GameCube and, and Wii U were available on Switch. I mean, they have a lot, but not not like Smash or... or. I wish you didn't have to pay yeah. 60 bucks for them. Looking at you, Skyward Sword. I, and also, I would like to play Mario Party 4, please. None others, just 4. <laughs> Mario Party destroys friendship. Not as much as Dokapon Kingdom. Not as much as Dokapon Kingdom. Fucking, I don't think I've ever hated a game as much as I hate <laughs> Dokapon Kingdom. Yeah, it's like Mario Party combined with like a rock, paper, scissors element. Sadism. It's just Combined awful. with like, uh, I don't know, just fucking, oh, uh, Risk. Risk. That's a game that destroys friendships as well. So, yeah, it's all the worst parts of all of them and I love it. <laughs> anyway, uh, you can send me... The worst stuff that men have told you while you were at the gym at Morgan underscore Slay on Twitter, or you can message us at are the letter you the word serious pod on Twitter, or email us at are the letter you the word serious pod at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at Esme underscore C underscore nose, as in nose, lots of things. Tell me all the bad drinking games you play uh, when you're playing video games. Um, or you can find us on Facebook, the letter R slash the letter U serious podcast. Oh, yeah. And check out my other podcast I keep forgetting Yee. to mention at Middle Morph. We're getting into the good stuff now. It's going to be great. Uh, You still haven't shown me your oh, tattoo. I will have to post that for or and or send I, I, I want to see it. Yeah. Let me know. I want to see I it. Send it right now. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't. I can't post. Uh, so I got two at the same time. I can't post one because it's a spoiler. 
until we get to the end. So you'll see it in two years. Two years, <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> so much. And animals. it is from the book that you're going to be reading, so that's good. <laughs> okay. In two okay. years. I hope you know I'm going to go into it completely dry. Like, I'm not going to read any of the previous things. I'm just going to be like, yes, give it <laughs> to me. Gonna, you're you're going to be so confused. <laughs> fucking it's ready. Ready for some wild ass animals. That's how I like to be confused and angry. <laughs> That's why we do this podcast. <laughs> right? That's when I'm at my best. When you surprise we just me. just called it confused and angry about men on the internet. <laughs> As me yells at internet men. Shakes fist at Cloud. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,